You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing the reasons to switch to a universal adhesive and questions to ask when deciding which one to choose. Our guest is Dr. Rolando Nunez, a dentist who is currently the manager of clinical affairs for BISCO and holds a master's in science degree in biomaterials from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Dr. Nunez, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Dr. Klein, for the invitation. Pleasure is mine. So universal adhesives is a big topic. Um, Almost every general dentist in the world is contemplating buying one or they're already using one. Uh, They may be using it solely or they may be using it in conjunction with other types of adhesive systems in their practice. Tell us a little bit about where we are today with universal adhesive systems and what makes something to be a truly universal adhesive bonding agent. Well, you know, um, if you if you look at the history of bonding, you know, to the to the tooth structure, uh, we've we've come a long way. You know, we started out with uh, uh, enamel bonding, which is very uh, what would be the word a way to describe it uh, is very consistent and also is very strong. And from there we went. Um, in the late 70s, early 80s, to the whole total etch technique where you could etch dentin, bonding to dentin, a concept brought by, by Professor Fusayama in Japan. And then from there, we moved to the self-etch technique. You know, you still have to etch dentin and enamel, but you didn't have to use a, um, a phosphoric acid. You were relying more on the monomers, on the functional monomers to provide that etching pattern. And then um, learning from the flaws of all these products, we've come away to actually have a system, a universal bonding agent that you can use in both self-etch and total etch. So nowadays, one of the reasons for a clinician to have a, or to use a universal bonding agent is that he can choose any technique he wants for specific treatments or specific um, clinical scenarios and use only one type of product, one bottle product, okay? So he doesn't need to own different types. Just one will definitely work on either self-etch or total edge technique. So that's what makes an adhesive, one of the reasons why an adhesive is truly universal. So is there any reason to have other types of adhesive systems in the office, you know, whether it's fourth generation or at this stage of the game is universal adhesive, um, especially the, the products, the premium products, like the ones that Bisco manufactures. Um, and you'll tell us a little bit about your products as well. Um, is there any reason to have other systems in the office? Well, that's a tough question because it depends on how many years of practice someone has. And is it possible to just do everything with a single type of adhesive. I think that I, I think that you can do everything with a with a universal bonding agent. Some people prefer the multi-step total edge systems because that's what they learn in school, or they feel comfortable with that, or because in the literature can be established that these products are what they call golden standard for total edge, um, and that's fine they will work and they will work very well. The thing is that these systems, because they have so many different steps, 
you're more prone to make a mistake. They're more technique sensitive. With universal bonding agents, it's a different story. So if when I lecture all, all over the world, I, I tell people that there is no need to have a complicated bonding system in your office. What you need to do is to understand the technique and apply the technique properly, understand the product you're using, whether it's a Bisco product, 3M product, Ivoclar, any universal bonding agent, understand it and apply the technique properly, following the manufacturer's instructions and leaving very little room for error and you know, success is something that you can accomplish. Right, so from the standpoint of inventory and simplicity and consistent, predictable clinical success, we're at the stage right now where you believe universal adhesives have reached a level where they're um, something every dentist should really consider. And even if they switch to it solely, they, it wouldn't hurt their restorative results. No, it shouldn't. Uh, you know, some, some systems require extra products like activators, you know, extra components. Um, but as long as the dentist knows this and he uses the product properly, he's going to be able to achieve pretty much every possible clinical situation. He's going to be able to do any clinical procedure. So mm -hmm. there is no need to have a multiple adhesive systems in your office. Right. And so if you would sum up like the reasons to switch to a universal adhesive, if some dentist currently is not using it, give us like the top two or three reasons uh, to make that switch. Well, it, 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 that is an interesting, I mean, it's kind of difficult because it, it will depend on the type of technique, the bonding technique. So it, it, there are three bonding techniques, uh, self-etch, total etch, and selective etch. So selective etch takes the best of both worlds, etching enamel with phosphoric acid to achieve proper bonding and good um, etching pattern. And of course, the, you know, the etching, the bonding to dentin without using phosphoric acid in self-etch mode. So with a universal bonding agent, you can accomplish this um, uh, very, very simple, in a very simple way. So the benefits of using a universal bonding agent on a selective edge technique is that first, you're going to achieve great bonding to enamel. Second, you're going to diminish or almost eliminate the possibility for post-op sensitivity because you're not etching the dentin with phosphoric acid. I know this is uh, a hot topic and it, 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 a lot of people like to debate on this, but I am a strong believer that if you etch the dentin with phosphoric acid and open the dentinal tubules, now there is a lot of room for error, you know, and now you have to seal these tubules. And if you don't seal them properly, you're going to encounter uh, post-op sensitivity. So by using your adhesive in self-etch mode, your universal bonding agent, then you reduce the possibility for post-op sensitivity that is related to bonding. So those will be my two main reasons. Now, if you have a case where um, the retention of the PrEP is really compromised, do you feel comfortable using a universal adhesive to make sure that you have that extra strength in your uh, adhesion system? Well, you know, look, I, I do a lot of bond strength tests, you know, uh, here at Bisco in the lab. And I'm sure everybody else, every other company do their testing too. And what we're getting, and this is not only from a, from a all bond universal standpoint, but this is me testing other products. The bond strength that you can get on a self-fetch mode on dentin and on total edge mode are very similar very similar. You know, I, I, 
I would say in some cases equivalent. So there is no true difference between, you know, from a bond strength value point of view between one technique and the other. On bonding to enamel, it's a different story. You need to etch with phosphoric acid. That's a, that's, that's a must. Bond strength values to dentin nowadays with universal bonding agents are very similar regardless of the technique, whether you do a total etch or a self-etch mode. Um, you're not going to have an issue. Values are going to be very similar. So, I, yes, I will trust a universal bonding agent to achieve you know, optimized bonding to dentin and getting that bond strength that I need in a non-retentive prep. You kind of answered this question already, but I had it in my uh, list of questions that I was going to ask you. How can a universal adhesive be used for both total and self-etching techniques? But you kind of described that. Is there anything else you want to add to that before I move on? Well, it, it's related to the, you know, to the, to the functional monomer. Uh, it's related to the, the evolution of bonding agents, the research. Um, and, of course, uh, there are always proprietary um, elements in the formulation, you know, I cannot speak for every every single company out there, and I will definitely not disclose any of our secrets here either. But I will tell you that uh, the, the the evolution of bonding of bonding agents is just outstanding. You know, considering what uh, you know the industry has been able to accomplish in the past 15 years, and there is a lot of research out there that uh, provides enough information to allow for companies to indicate the use of their products in either technique. So it, it's totally fine, it's totally okay. Tell us a little bit about Bisco's products and your universal adhesive and how it differentiates itself from some of the competition. And in addition, you might wanna discuss some of the limitations and caveats of using a universal adhesive. Interesting enough, um, people tend to put all the universal adhesives into one category. And it, it, it has been going on forever. You know, this is our fourth generation adhesive. And then all of the systems that were multi-bottle systems were put all in one category, in a generation category, and then fifth generation and so on. And I believe that is totally unfair because every company tries to develop their product in a way that will make it unique, they'll provide a better service in, you know, in a different way or on their dif uh, different, you know, clinical scenarios. So, you know, from a BISCO standpoint, um, one of the things we like to do is to make sure that our adhesive is 100% compatible with any core material or cement that is dual cured, regardless of who makes it, regardless of uh, if the core material is amine free, is you know it, it doesn't have tertiary amines. It's you know it's a different uh, acid base reaction, different setting mechanism. It doesn't matter. We make it compatible. That's one of the things that differentiates us from others. Others require the use of activators, which is fine. All right, that's one of the limitations. You need to know if your product, uh, the one that the clinician is going to decide to use, if it requires an activator specifically for uh, when using con in conjunction with a dual cure product uh, like a core buildup material or a dual cure cement. So that's one of the things, you know. The other thing that, you know, we like to think uh, is, you know, that we don't like to add junk. And by junk, um, we talk about different 
other different primers that have different functions into one single formulation. Even though it sounds very interesting and convenient when you have a universal bonding agent that has MDP as a functional monomer that will bond to, to structure and metal and zirconia, but also if you add silane and then now you can bond to glass ceramics, you know, lithium disilicate, telspathic porcelain, and then of course the tooth structure. So basically all you need is a one bottle for everything. We don't, we don't, we don't believe in that. We believe in, in products that are exclusively designed to optimize the bond to that specific surface. So we have, you know, metals, zirconia primers, we have silane for glass ceramics, and then of course, universal bonding agents with MDP as functional monomer for the tooth structure. So we believe in that, and that is why our product is junk free. We like to call those things that you add to make it more convenient junk. So we don't like to do that. That's kind of like what differentiates, you know, Bisco products from others. So your flagship uh, universal adhesive is called All Bond Universal? Correct. Yeah. So that product you're saying when you say it doesn't have it's junk free, which is a very interesting scientific description of it. Uh, you got to chuckle when you hear that. Um, I like it though. It's it's catchy. Um, so you're saying that these other ingredients that are put into other pro other so-called universal adhesives from other companies, um, do they actually work? Where they replace the need for using these extra steps, or does well, you know? Yeah, go ahead. Elaborate on that for us. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. Um, we, I I call it junk free because that is a way to establish that when it's put there, like if you add silane to a universal bonding agent, when you add it, that silane becomes junk. It's not optimized. Will it work? It could work, but it will not work as good as if you added pure silane. So when I say junk, I'm referring to the fact that not that silane is junk, but silane added to the adhesive is junk. So those things have to be, you know, differentiated. Will they work? You know, the question you ask, to some extent, but it will always be better to have a dedicated primer, such as silane or a dedicated zirconia slash metal primer for those surfaces than to think that one thing in a single bottle is going to be, you know, your magical concoction, you know, that's not going to work. That is, that is not the right way to go. That makes total sense. Um, to wrap up this podcast, let's just talk about, and I did ask that kind of blended it into a previous question, limitations and caveats. Talk about that. Limitations. Well, let's see. These universal bonding agents do not etch well enamel. You need to use phosphoric acid. Even though they are indicated to bond to the tooth structure in self-etch mode, on enamel, they will not provide the best service. So that's a limitation. Even though it's indicated, it's not optimized. So me, you know, personally, when I talk about these things all over the world, I am an advocate of selective edge. So that's one limitation. Um, some of these universal adhesives need an activator. So they're not all the same. You need to read the instructions for use very well. You need to go into the website and see if they are offered along with an activator. If, if they require an activator and then you need that activator in order to be, for the product to be used 
uh, in conjunction with dual cure materials. Um, companies tell you know their customers, oh yeah, we have an activator, but you don't need it if you use our cement or our core buildup. Well, that's not necessarily the best way to approach things because now you're making me having to change my cement to your cement in order to be able to use your adhesive. So I believe that a truly universal product should be able to work without any problems and without the use of an activator with any dual cure material. So that's my 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 point of view and and that's what I, you know, that's what I share with people and that's just the way I see things. So we appreciate your time again, Dr. Nunez, for your insight into talking about universal adhesives. I think our listeners definitely gleaned some information from this, clinical tips on you know, what the pluses are and if there are any minuses, you kind of elaborated on it. And um, it seems like to me with the way Bisco is going, you're really leading the way with these kinds of advanced materials that make it easy for the doctor to eliminate steps, reduce chair side time, and pretty much work with any materials they're already currently working with to get the results that uh, they're looking for. So it's very exciting to hear what you've done at Bisco. And uh, we hope to have you on future podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us. No, thank you so much for the invitation, uh, Dr. Klein. My pleasure.